Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello all and welcome to Sunday Q&A, which this time is recorded on a Friday because it's been crazy busy. I like to say it's been crazy busy with work, but actually it hasn't. This week's been really tough. I've got one job on Wednesday, um, which is Mickey Mouse. One job on Thursday, drive to Wales, came back empty. And this morning I did one job on a cancellation. Um, but I've been crazy busy with other stuff. So it's all right, don't get me wrong, I'm still hit my target, but I've been smashing my target, and this week I just hit my target. So anyway, we're outside doing it on Friday, because I can't record it tomorrow for reasons we're going to come to. In any case, it gets dark. Bought the truck torch. Probably could use some new batteries. Right, so, happy November the 5th, everybody. You know, sort of, uh, hope you enjoyed the firework display. I had a friend who actually used to organise firework displays. They have to get everything right in the perfect order. I think he had to set off a thousand fireworks in perfect order and he let two out of sync and they fired him, which I think is bang out of order. But there you go. Um, right, so the main news this week is I have a podcast. <laughs> now, um, in my, you know, <laughs> I probably should have done this sooner as my mate Ben turned around to me and said, I've been telling you for three years to do a podcast. And, um, yeah, but the truth of the matter is I can only process so many things in one go. It took me long enough just to work out how to upload things into YouTube. But once you get the hang of it, you can move on to the next one. And it seemed like the logical solution. It all came It all came about, it wasn't going to be a podcast about the courier thing. It was going to be a podcast about a coat I once owned. And that might be a similar podcast about just me talking absolute nonsense, as I do sometimes. But then it suddenly occurred to me the Sunday Q&A would work really well as a podcast because a lot of the time you guys are driving and also it's getting longer and longer and longer and you don't always want to devote that much time on a Sunday to listen to it so what you can do this is the why don't you moment of the um, the YouTube video this morning is you can switch off now you can go and do something less boring instead because if you want to get up on the points on the Sunday Q&A and there are a lot of good points made often by other people mainly by other people not by me because I don't know nothing um, but um it's now available. It's, I know it's on Spotify. It's on um, Google Podcasts, which you can download the app for free. You can get them. It's on Stitcher. Don't know what that is. I think it's on Apple Music, but it's not showing up on either my wife or my daughter's phone. And I'm trying to get it on Amazon. But I keep going. I just keep banging away at stuff. And eventually, but I mean, and also the thing is, this one, and she's saying that, this one won't probably appear on a podcast for about a week or so because I've had to start at the very beginning. Otherwise, it's going to go out of sync and work my way through. And, it, you know, so welcome to it's only Q&A episode 108. Yay, we're out for party poppers. Do we have 100? No, because I didn't even know it was 100 until I started looking at this podcast thing. So we're getting it, but I'm getting the hang of it, and I'll keep you in the loop. But there are a lot of the old Sunday Q&As that are currently available, and every day there's going to be more and more as I get time to, like, sort of edit them and upload them. So, um so on the subject of the podcast, it's Craig125, he says, listen to you go, I've spent over an hour trying to change the colour of, colour of, um, bye door, take care, that's my mother-in-law, she's been wrestling around, bye, um, 
um, trying to change the logo on my business card last week. Couldn't do it, and I'm 34. Mate, I, I don't, I, it's better luck than judgment. Honestly, I'm, I'm fumbling in the dark. And sometimes you go, hey! And also I have lovely people I could not rely on, like my mate uh, Nick at London Creative, who helps me out massively. And in fact, it's him. He says, cool, well done, Pete. I knew you could do it. Or well done, Molly, for doing it for Dad. No, this was me. I done this. I I was I had a bit of insomnia. Woke up in the morning, started looking at podcast hosts, found ones that wanted to charge me, then found one that didn't want to charge me. This red circle mob I'm in right now, and I'm just doing the thing, and I'm learning as I go because that's all I like, like. Like the courier exchange, like the trucks, like everything. All I ever do is fumble in the dark, fall over, make massive mistakes, and then tell you what I've done so you guys don't have to do it. So. Um, Godzilla said a topic to natter about. What's Pete taking for a night out in the DAF hotel? Duck feather mattress and fine Egyptian cotton sheets? Not so much, but I might be turning to you guys in the future to come up with some ideas for podcasts if I go on to the crazy talking one. But at the moment, I'm probably just going to do Sunday Q&A every Sunday until we get that one up and running and we move the next one. Uh, Paul A. Bevan, who's um, my man, who also is on Instagram. Paul, if you can give me a link to your Instagram. I'm on Instagram now because of the shorts. We do YouTube shorts now as well. Um, and I'd like to link to it. This guy's he, he's done some... I'm hoping it's Paul, who's the guy I'm speaking to, is a photography guy. If it's not, let me know and let me know who is a photography guy. But I see these guys' photos, they're really good. Um, and he said, he said, you could do a podcast. Like my mate Ben said, he said, could I make a suggestion? Why not do a monthly podcast and invite others onto the program, talk about music or about photography, food, travel, that kind of things. Um, but the audio should be good. So, I, again, I, I might do a monthly podcast. I might even do like a live Q&A. I don't know where it's going to go, but... I'm just going to start doing the podcast to start with, like, you know, and I might have to buy some mics and pop stands and oh, I don't understand nothing. I only know that because I listen to the um, Simon Mayo and Mark Carmo movie review and they, they, they've got they had the big podcast, they had the number one one, and they talk about this stuff sometimes. It's good, it's, good. it's about films, but they're funny. Um, and finally, Jeremy Hawkes says, Hi, Peter Molly. He said, What is it about couriers and massive pot plants? I grow olive trees in big plots down here in Devon. I'd like to see some photos that Jeremy, my wife in particular, she's very much into the things. And also, the child is still doing her thing. And now I've got to get this right because Nick told me I've got to put the left hand side. So I like, pretend like a Cub Scout. And I obeyed it, yeah. Uh, I will do a link to Molly's channel. She's, uh, you want to get in, there's some stuff happening here, and it's going to become, it's all going to become apparent over the next couple of months. But check her out now. Check her out. Be the first. Trust me on this one, you know. She's going to be big. My kid's going to be big. Um, overdue payments. So, I, I, I mean, a guy was out 15 days. He said, I don't know what to do. So I contacted the office and got the Janet and John version of what to do, and we did one on overdue payments. Um, other people, what they do, Godzilla's. He says, mine is simple. He says, um, I follow the notes at 100%. He said, um, if it isn't in my hands and they don't pay me, then when it's overdue, I wait a few weeks, and then the email goes out, which included a copy of the invoice and the POD, snatched off the CX. It explains how disappointed I was that the invoice is overdue. Can they rectify it within seven days, please? If this goes ignored, then after ten days, then I simply fire the same message again. Except this time I explain why, and I hope that they can cough up, otherwise I'll be forced to take further, um, which means they'll incur a late payment charge which I quote in the act, which presumably he's got on his CX thing, uh, which will be applicable to 25 quid to be payable by themselves and 8% interest on the full, full, uh, full notice. Um, it's not the path I want to travel down, so kindly pay the invoice, you know, so please pay now because otherwise it's going to start costing you extra money. Um, if within seven days it's still ignored, he says... Um, 
the days later, the line of credit, I ran dry. So it's like, um, it's £25 to claim the money online, MCOL, which is the quick version of suing a company through small claims court. It's a very simple procedure. And as long as you have proof to show due diligence and paperwork, they will get a judgment in your favour. 99 out of 100, as soon as the paperwork hits the sender's desk, they pay up regardless. So some of them, you he said, you've got to do this thing, this MCOL, which is the quick version of suing them for the money. Um, yeah. It's like, don't call because of the, the follow-up needs to memorise a contract between you. Something, I don't understand that one. Um, basically, everything's, evidence is everything. If they don't pay, then it's a pain because you have to go to court um, and pay a point appointed bailiff. And for, for the sake of a £40 job, it's not worth the effort. So what he's saying is, <clears throat> wait till the end, then email them, then email them again. <clears throat> and so you've got the email trail. And if it doesn't work, try this MCOL thing, which we might try ourselves, mate. I'll give that one a bash. I'll pass that one on to the office. <clears throat> but that's what Godzilla does. Uh, Welsh Mankey Wee says, um, I did a job in June, still not paid after multiple emails and phone calls. You might want to try this MCOL thing. Let me know how it goes. Um, although it's only a 50 quid job, our small businesses rely on it. Money's money. You did the job. You know, they, they should pay. Um, well, I see it's um, expired, so they won't do anything. To be honest with you, they don't really do much on that score anyway. The company in question is a well-known one in Bristol. As you say, I have to write it off, but it's so disappointing. Maybe try this MCOL thing. If Godzilla says, no, we might, could you tell me a bit more about that? I'd be interested in that. And I'm sure a lot of the people that are watching will be interested or listening, if it's the podcast. Upcast. Um, yeah. See how that one goes. I'm intrigued. Andy Darwin says, um, I thought you said you got your payments from a third party and they take 3%. And you said they do all the chasing of the payments, etc. Yes, they do, but we use Skipton's Finance, which is a factoring company, and they take, I think it's 2.5% now. I think we've got a better deal. It's because when we went up to Skipton's, got a better deal than Castle. The thing is, although they will chase our customers for us, we don't do that. We do our own finance in-house because a lot of the people, particularly on the CXA, we don't deal with factoring companies because they've had bad experience in the past. I'm just doing this up, it's getting a bit cold. Um, I've had a bad experience in the past where they pay a bill and then they get a letter from the insurance, from the factoring company saying you haven't paid. So what we tend to do is we tend to do it ourselves so we can keep on top of it. And Gemma Lies is directly with the factoring company and they said they're, she said they're very, very good and we do it as a cross-party thing. But yeah, factoring companies by rights should be chasing the bills for you as part of the money. The problem is sometimes because they don't really know what's going on, it's more of a burden than a blessing. But that's up to you. Um, Big Frankfurt says, hassling people because I said, get on them before the money comes in. Hassling people before the money is due is the worst possible idea I've heard. Uh, they set these limits and timescales, as, as, as we fully well know, so that end users have time to pay. It's usually the big end users that don't pay that cause a problem, so people buy time. I will agree that we haven't had the POD is absolute nonsense. Yeah, that, well, we haven't received the POD. That just means you're winging it. When I say about hassling people for the money, I'm not talking about when you've got, you know, say, for example, it said you do the job on the 1st, it says 30, pays, 30 days from the end of the month. Um, I'm not talking about ringing them up on the 5th and go, where's my money? What I'm talking about, if they, they've had, like, seven of the eight weeks or six of the eight weeks and they still haven't paid, ring them up and go, right, you've had six of the eight weeks now, you're due in two weeks, the money is coming, isn't it? And at that point you can say, you know, 
you, they'll go, yeah, 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 that's fine. And then if you ring them up and, and they go, well, we haven't had to pay our dicks, and they'll hold on. We phoned you two weeks ago and you said it was coming. If you hadn't had the POD, you should have told us then. So when I say about hassling them for the money, I'm not talking about like, within five days. I'm saying if you're getting a smell that they're like um, time wasters, don't wait till the end. Give them a bell when they're near the end. Because you know what? You, I think you know which way it's going. And the final word, as usual, goes to the nefarious uh, Steve Campbell, who just says, kick the doors down. Yeah, I've actually got a mate to do that. It's quite, I'm quite lucky in that respect. <laughs> My mate, Big Dave. It's in the book. If you ever read the book, chapter, I think it's chapter eight, Big Dave. Save me, you did. Uh, anyway, Mud Into Gold, which was kind of, this was based on something that Molly's boyfriend Dave said, boyfriend Dave, about um, the fact that if you turn around, if people criticise me for, for doing the CX, for, you know, for talking about it, is if you tell 100 people how to go into their garden, dig up mud and turn it into gold, 10 of them would try it, two would succeed. So, I think he makes a reasonable point. Other people, what you guys say, Steve Athers says, um, Hi Pete, always well said um, what you're doing at CX. If you help one person make a successful career driver or employ someone, I just want to make the world a better place, mate. I know it sounds a bit soft, but I do. Um, Graham Bell says, Pete, keep the videos coming. I've taken on board a lot that's been said of them. My wee Uncle Albert van is doing great. Pleased to hear that. Winter is coming. The Uncle Albert's getting a bit longer. It's kind of a bit white in places. Prefer the white to the funny peppery thing, to be honest with you. Don't care if it makes me look old. I'm looking more like Ben Kenobi. That didn't really work. Um, I can't believe I thought it would. Um, I'm going to upgrade in January. It, it won't be a transit or equivalent. Instead, he's buying a new Kango. Keep living the dream. Oh, yes, absolutely. And finally, Obi George, who's not Obi-Wan, obviously, he said, I know you think you're doing a good thing, but actually it's a bad thing as well. It's not all good. Leave it alone. He did quite a few of these. George, not everyone's a fan. I understand, mate. I have to do what I think is right, and I believe you do too. And, of course, you are entitled to your opinion, which I am happy to share. Uh, did one on pump trucks. Pump trucks is, you know, just one of them shorts. Because they're like, oh, that's a minute long. Apparently, that's what YouTube wants at the moment. Done a few of them. I'll do, I'll do a few more. I did one on AdBlue, but I couldn't get it in under a minute. So, like the AdBlue magnet. That's going. Coming to a YouTube channel near you soon. Well, this one. Um, John Pacey says, I saw a lorry driver doing a tango with his pump truck at Shoreditch House, Loading Bay and Bethnal Green Road. That's inspired me. I want to learn that. I, this is the, I think we should start a new Olympic sport, panic truck dancing. People watch that strictly. It's really popular. It's got a load of geezers in checkered shirts. They were doing the tango and the rumba and the um, fandango with the old pallet truck. Fantastico. Brilliant. Uh, and Steve Campbell says, uh, pallet trucks are full of ups and downs. <laughs> Marvellous. Uh, right, now we come to a section on trucks. Because I'm running trucks now. A lot of stuff comes up on trucks. So we're going to do the bit on trucks here. Uh, Dale Steele says, good engine in Merc trucks. That may well be true, Dale, but there's not such a great gearbox. At least not in mine there ain't. <laughs> because the reason I'm recording Sunday Q&A outside, battling the darkness on a Friday, is tomorrow morning I'm picking up Harry and we're going back to Northampton to pick up the Merc, which, we got, which Harry drove down last Saturday because we had to return it because the clutch was shot. Brilliant. You know, we're wasting another day. So basically, he, went, he drove it all the way down from Northampton, absolutely fine. Then he went to reverse it into the yard, and he started shaking. It wouldn't move. And I thought, what's he doing? Maybe he don't know how it works. And he went, no, he's supposed to do this. Uh, and then, fair play to him, he went away. 
YouTubed it, found a way to reset the automatic gearbox online, come up here on a Sunday, reset the gearbox, it was absolutely fine. I thought, oh, well, you know, schoolboy error, no problem at all. Took it to work on Monday and it started going, no, Tuesday, because Monday he was driving to a building site and he didn't want to get his new lorry dirty. <laughs> to get on Tuesday dun, 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 dun. so it's gone back they reckon it's the clutch so we're off to pick it up tomorrow but I'm getting a Merc 1824 with a brand new clutch for the same money so if the clutch is good it's brand new and it works I kind of swallow that I'll keep you informed um, the Urban Trucker says hi Pete on the subject of costs and parts many different manufacturers I've had experience operating Scania DAF and MAN and everyone said that Scania was going to cost me a fortune to maintain, but it hasn't been the case. Yes, some of the parts can be expensive from the main dealer, but there are loads of specialist suppliers out there for all manufacturers. So I wouldn't worry about buying Mercedes because the price of part because the price of parts mate. Operate the trucks you want, not what people tell you to run. I know people that run Ivecos and swear by them, yet most people say they're rubbish. Ivecos. I vibrate, everything comes off. Uh, personally, I was looking forward to stick with a Scania and maybe evolve in the future. I've always liked Scanias. And then my mechanic says, oh, Scania's not what they used to be. And then man's, oh, man's are good. They're basically a Scania. How does that work? I like DAFs because well, I've had three DAFs and they haven't let me down. I've had one Merc. On day two, it's let me down. But then I drove Penny and um, Jessica for my entire Luton career, both of which were Mercs. Fantastic vans. So I'm just going to find out. I'm just going to do what I do. Stumble in the dark, fall over, cut myself, bang my head, tell you what I've done wrong so you don't have to. Um, Paul Slight says, I, Pete, so to step up from a Luton would go to a 7.5 or an 18 tonne, and is the price per mile more on an 18 tonne, which has more jobs posted than CX? You want the 18 tonne, you get more per mile, you tend to do less miles in a job, and it's... Um, you can on an eighteen ton you can bid on twelve ton and seven and a half ton. In a seven and a half ton you're really just bidding on seven and a half tons. So I've only got a seven and a half ton because when I picked it up, um I had granddad rights it's all I could drive and I've kind of become attached to it. You know, so it's a good truck. She works but Alice is fantastic, good truck. And also the thing I like about seven and a half tons is um they go in place. In fact I am gonna do a, tr a video that says why do I recommend eighteen tons despite the fact I'm driving around a seven and a half? I'll explain the whole lot in detail. Uh, Godzilla's. It's getting dark. That needs a new barrister. Useless. You're rubbish. You don't like that here. Somewhere. Well, I might admit. Um, the, oh, because we're on the electric trucks. We talked about the electric trucks. The Renault electric truck range is meant to do 240 miles on a big battery, but the reality, the smaller one, has a charge range of 75 miles uh, with a two-hour charge time, less range in the winter. Um, charge time's uh, good, but unless it's going from, say, Amazon to Amazon, um, you, have, you have your own charge points. Um, so it's useless. As you can imagine, car drivers get stroppy when you pull up to a charge point on a motorway services, taking up eight bays. Uh, love the idea, but frustrating that Tesla's offer being able to use their technology for batteries under license. So they basically Tesla's other technology hasn't been taken up by trucks, apparently. Without a 300 mile range, they're next to useless. Yeah, I'd say that. I mean, I do 500 miles in a day sometimes. So, yeah, that is a problem. Uh, Big Foz says, Hi, Pete. Hope you had a good birthday. I did. Thank you very much. And all that jazz. Uh, the Renault Truck Z, top range is 75 miles-ish, aimed at companies on short deliveries and collections like bin lorries. Uh, but if you're just delivering in... Uh, like if you're just delivering in London City Centre, you would earn a fortune. I think probably, maybe, sort of, possibly. 
That's not that finite. Um, oh, well, I don't know. I seem to think all these electric vehicles are not the answer. They will be the answer in time. It's going to go that way. Sooner or later, they might have electric charge points through the road or electric charge points everywhere or a solar panel in the roof which charges your truck as you drive. It will happen. It's just when. And at the moment, it ain't, it's, not, it's, it's not there right now. Uh, domain name guy says, some of my best times as an agency driver were when I was driving a brand new seven and a half ton Merc doing 20 deliveries a day, um, etc. Although Mercs cost more, they're obviously new Mercs cost a few quid more, but the company gets it back in reliability. A reliable truck and a reliable driver makes an easy day. Yeah, I like that. I still like Mercs. I'm just going, I'm going to wait and see, you know, so you can't throw the baby out with a bath water, might have been a small hiccup, we'll see how we go. And cup holders, everywhere. it's just nice. It's got this gear stick that goes forward and backwards, as opposed to that, which is a turny, clicky thing. It's kind of cool. I want it. Even though it doesn't work, I still want it. I don't care if it breaks on paper, I'll just repair it. But I can't, not at the moment. I'm, I'm in Alice. Alice is fine. We like Alice. Uh, Ski says, how are you doing? I, I, you did tell me how to pronounce your name, but I'm just going to call you Ski if that's cool. Um, thanks for your advice, please. Because he was the one who said, I've got a seven-seater minibus, want to turn it into a van. This is where I'm on the Wise Guys section show, by the way. He says, I'm going to start in a minibus, have a fantastic November, all the best, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Now, Steve Campbell's come back to you on this one, uh, Ski. He says, your seven-seater transit um, is an extra-long wheelbase transit, 4.6 from the factory. So the ski fella will need an O license unless he's got a gross plated vehicle lowered. Now what you can do, because my mate Trevor did this back in the day, if your transit is currently on like um, a four ton or a four and a half ton plate, rather than getting an O license, you can apply to the ministry to have it downgraded. So you get the same vehicle, but say it's only going to carry three and a half ton or less. So then you don't need a no. So you might want to look into that, mate. It might not be quite so straightforward as jumping in the van and driving. This is something you can come back to us on. We can sort that one out. Uh, Steve Campbell, by the way, is now working at the Milk Place in Sunderland. Um, he says he does about 35 drops and then back to the de depot around 3 p.m. to unload, finish around 3.30. I was allowed to run... I like this. I was allowed to run on my own yesterday and I used the Circuit app for the first time. Got back at lunchtime. That's taking three hours. He said, the depot manager thought I must have missed some drops, but I hadn't. So in the morning, he wants to come and see me how I do it. Keep me in the loop with it, Steve, because I plug this, this circuit thing, and they pay me. I tell you, they pay me. But they pay me because I don't mind plugging it because it's really good. Even if they offered a payment, I thought it was no good, I'd say, no, thank you. I'm not doing it. But they would really like the circuit mob to find someone to do videos who's using the circuit app and actually show how it works. And I know you've done videos because you did the one that got... You're the sack. <laughs> With the banner. Talk to me. They will pay you. Like they pay me to make videos demonstrating how to circuit my back. And I'm happy to take their money. They pay me to advertise something which I think is really good. So everyone's a winner, baby. But talk to me on that, Steve, because, you know, anything I can do to help for you that will make you on the straight and narrow that's legal might be a good thing. You got, you know, got my number or do me on the thing. Um, you know, message in the comments, please. Hong Kong Fui says... Oh, he's about fuel cards. Um, sorry, take a drink there. Um, it's, I guess it's down to fuel efficiency versus mileage. If you're banging big miles, you're better off on the mileage scheme. If you're getting 50 miles per gallon, etc., e.g. 2,000 miles a week, this gives you £500 in tax relief mileage allowance. I didn't realise there was kind of a mileage scheme, right? I just got fuel cards, which I'm paying too much over the odds. I'm paying 4p over the odds. I was talking to some guys. Um, oh, by the way, Rob, I was talking to your mate, Rob from um, from Chilton, 
um, who listens to the podcast. He said, my mate's just turned up. He, he watches your videos. And I should have come and said hello. But it was six o'clock in the morning. I was kind of a bit like, I didn't want to sort of go, hello, it's me. You know, so, but thanks for listening and all that kind of stuff. And he was telling me they were getting four PMR cheaper than we were. And you've got to ring them every week. And it's boring. I don't want to ring you every week. Just give me the best price, you know, but they don't. Right, we're on to the miscellaneous. Still fighting the darkness here. How many have I got left to go? Page in a bit. Uh, Chris Sparrow. He says, he says, um, it's a great video. Funny enough, he found me while he was scooping around researching about the hoardage exchange. Out of interest, what are your thoughts on the process? Um, there's about a million videos on it, Chris. Please feel free to go back and watch any other videos. Or there's now a podcast, and each podcast has got a brief description and also has got like, um, it's in the title. Old vans, how to get an O license, um, what to do if you're on the speed awareness course. You know, they're, they're all in the title, so it's all out there, mate. I hope there's more to help you. Please feel free to indulge, you know. Um, M4 Productions says, Hi, Pete. Thanks for the about lorry insurance. You're welcome. A few months ago, I was doing my transport manager CPC, and I was, uh, I was talking to a few operators and a teacher, asking them how much to insure an early Euro 6, 7.5 or 18 tonne. One of the guys said, because my age is 27 I live in London, I'm looking at around eight grand annually just for me excluding fleet insurance, probably. Insurance is how long's a piece of string, like, you know. And he says, um, and he, goes, he said, I think Sainsbury's should be paying £18 per hour on Class 1, considering how much there is. Them cages are heavy. I quit Sainsbury's after two ships pre-COVID, and now I do trader swaps, no handball for an agency, £20 to £22 per hour for other firms. I think you jump. Keep jumping until you get the best price you can, you know. Drivers are a premium at the moment. I mean, we can get them for the right money because they like the job. They, they like the, enjoy the job. Harry enjoys it. Gordon likes it. It's nice. Two jobs and knock. No aggravation. We don't hassle them. Darren taught me that. Darren from Fifth Wheel. If you're still listening, you're still out there doing, he did some videos and stuff like that. He said, I went for a firm. The old firm, always trying to push me for the third job. Always trying to get me on the 10th hour. This firm, two jobs and knock. And there's enough dough in it. You just don't need to make people happy. Give them a nice life. They'll like you for it. Um... 175 Turbo says, Hi Pete, can you break down what vehicle you started with, what platform you're on, what you used, what vehicle you're using now, what plat? Yeah, there's a lot of questions there, 175 Turbo, uh, 1975 Turbo. There's a lot of videos too, and a podcast. So feel free, there's plenty out there already. But if you, if you find something that I haven't covered previously, feel free to fire an individual question and I will happily answer it. Uh, Lewis Tingley says, old vans, I like this story. He said, my dad started his business with old high-top Sherpa vans. I remember them. Dave the Chris used to have one of them. So he tuck his guitar down the side. He said they were uncomfortable and noisy, but they were reliable, cheap, and the parts were readily available. But most importantly, if they did go wrong, he was a mechanic, and he could keep enough stuff in a basic toolbox to bodge up and finish a job. Milton Keynes to London, Essex, Wales, a few journeys to France and Romania a few times. Nothing stopped them. He said he did move into Luton vans with Taylor as the business grew and adapted over the years, but always ran the LDVs up till. 2012 when he got a six month old transit Luton. It worked hard but it was never as good and reliable as the last 2004 LDV convoy Luton. And he always said he should never have sold it. Love the videos and thanks for helping. Um, 
Yeah, well, you're welcome, and I love that. I, I, like the, I like the old vans. I don't like the computers. I remember once breaking down in Bob in the market, and they said, we got a mechanic here that's so good that basically I once see him build a carburetor out of a matchbox and a rubber band. And they got the guy home, and I think that's just a great story, like, you know. So, um, Ray Hughes says, Hi, Pete. Do most owner drivers use flat rates, simplified mileage expensive, or do they use actual cost process when going through the accounts? Uh, which would work out more cost... Someone's not happy. Uh, which would work out more cost-effective for running a courier... I wonder if you say me. I don't know that. Me. Probably not. Uh, running a courier on a CX. Any advice would be great. Um... I just tend, I mean, there is one on how to price jobs. If that's what you're at, I'll probably, there, there, there'll be a link, left hand, neck, left hand. Um, there, there'll be, a, there'll be um, a link to that, which might help. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. Uh, Alan Brace is, hi Pete, how does tax work? E.g. for, don't even ask. I just let the accountants deal with that, and that's still completely up in the air, and I really have got to get it sorted soon. Um, it's, 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 it, they've done it now, we've just got to submit it. I've been a bit late submitting it, I'll be honest with you now. I'm getting letters and they're going, can you please tell me what's going on? And I have to tell them. But I'll be on it soon. I tend to work on the principle, if you stick 30% of your gross income over the one side, that should be enough. But it's Alan's the numbers guy. And um, I really I really couldn't tell you. Um, oh, but maybe when I get to the office, when I get the peak behind the velvet curtain, I'll give you a better idea. Uh, Bill says, can you do a video on Euro 6 vans and are Euro 5 vans a bad idea to buy? On the contrary, I think the price difference between Euro 5 and Euro 6, you're better off of Euro 5. You basically get the same kind of van for the same kind of mileage, but one tends to be half as much again. Okay, so it goes into a zone for free. Personally, I'd rather have the Euro 5 van and pay to go into the zone, for the, or, or just not go into the zone. Um, Tony Mason says, back on the sat-nav debate. I'm using Road Lord. So far, so good. I'm liking it. Had a TomTom Tom Pro. It lasted two weeks and stopped working. I tried Road Lords again. Some guy said they've done the app. I tried it. So I'm coming down around the 25. It's just, Waze is going, don't hit, the, don't hit the M1. Road Lords, M1. I'm looking at a queue of traffic. And I'm thinking, no. So then I went to Junction 21, 20, to go on the A41, it swam me around the roundabout and back to the M1 again. I went, no. So that's, sorry, still not good enough, guys. Road launch, you need to up your, up your game a bit. And I'm pleased what you said about the TomTom Tom Pro. So I'm not being tight. I don't mind. If it costs four, 500 quid, for the amount of times I'm going to use it, I'll buy it. But I'm not going to buy something that's no good. So at the moment, me and Alice and the seven and a half ton in Waze are doing just fine. Thanks very much. Um, oh, Van on the Run says... Interested to know about the truck sat-nav you mentioned, the one that circuit links to. Is it a proper standalone sat-nav or is it a smartphone one? It's synergy, pardon me. It's synergy, S-Y-N-I-G, or something like synergy. And it's a mobile um, truck sat-nav. And I'll be honest with you, I tried the free version a little while, didn't really bother with it because I didn't need to. And then I found out how much the paid version is. And the paid version is kind of well over the top. So it's lovely that he links with Waze and he links with Circuit and all that, but I would be more inclined to have the truck sat-nav of your choice and Waze running at the same time. Because even if you've got a truck sat-nav, I'd still run Waze because it's just got to be the best for the, for the um, live traffic updates. And then if something goes wrong, you know, you have to you have to whammy an R and go, right, I'm on the motorway, that's telling me to pull off, that's not telling me to pull off. I'm going to pull off because I know there's traffic and then I'm going to rely on that to reroute me. But I, as the one that links in, it's too dear. Synergy, it's too dear. Um, Banaclava5021, he says, why don't the CX take a monthly payment? 
he said, I, th I think they do, but you have to like pay for the year up front first. So you buy, you buy the year up front and then afterwards you can pay monthly. Because what they don't want is a load of time wasters, I think. I assume, in fact, I've just realised that, I assume what they don't want is doing all their admin, getting someone on, and then they pay for a month and they go, no, I'm off. If they, they, they want you to commit first, and then once you're committed and once you're rolling, if you want to get it on a monthly then, I believe you can. But like I say, I have nothing to do with them, so that's just how I believe it works. Um, and finally, Tiffiosa Cornwall said... Other YouTubers like Big Beardy, there are other people out there. Big Beardy's very, very popular. Uh, Van on the Run, he's doing the thing as well. Like, you know, there's plenty out there doing the same thing as me. Um, and much more day in the life than me. I'm much more like, this is how it works, although I haven't got a clue. Just make it up as I go along. Um, he said, they have an introductory theme tune before it starts. Have I thought of doing one? I've thought about it. I thought about doing all sorts of things. I have done one for Domain Name Guy, which is, and you're going to like, I think it's going to be popular, where actually I'm sitting there going through the jobs and what I would bid for them. But it required me to record it on two cameras and edit it. And I've, I've been putting that one off for months because I can't be bothered. I'm a very lazy person. If I had to describe myself in three words, I would say lazy. And in conclusion... Uh, London Creative says, left shoulder, cards appear over your left shoulder. I oh, know, I'm going to pretend I'm doing the um, Cub Scout thing. It was a Cub Scout. Look good in shorts. On the next trip. Um, and final word this week goes to John Gunn, who wishes me a happy, belated birthday. And he says, apparently birthdays are good for your health. It's statistically proven that those who have more birthdays live longer. Well, there's a fact I didn't know. And we beat the darkness. There we go. So don't forget... The kids' channel is out there. Jump on. Trust me on this one. Jump, jump on. Moco Interiors. This is the time to get in. They're out there in there at the moment making candles and T-shirts. And My wife is now knitting. She said, I've suddenly realised I'm old. I'm sitting here knitting. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's better than the alternative. And there's stuff coming out of this. It's going to be good. Um, so we'll do your link to the Moco channel and maybe. And, um, and don't forget the podcast. Get, I want to get the podcast up and running. If I get up to 500 downloads a week, I can monetize it. But I don't think, you know, that's kind of, I mean, don't get me wrong, the YouTube channel gets 37,000. So it just, I think it might be helpful. And, and the truth of the matter is to turn this video into a podcast, now I know what I'm doing, takes about five minutes less than that. And it'll probably get quicker. And if people can listen, if they can listen to it on the move, and it helps them, it makes the world a better place. It brings some light, which we could use right now. It's dark out here. I'm going in. It's Friday afternoon. It's half past four, which means it's beer o'clock. Normally, beer o'clock is of course five o'clock, but it's Friday, so it's unofficial beer o'clock. Oh, well, I haven't got a job for the morning, and I've had this on airplane mode for the last thirty-four minutes because otherwise, if a job pings in, it stops the video. So I've got to go back to bidding. So from me. Then me Harry Potter bins. Take care. Take money. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. 
In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.